top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good evening. This is the Prime Evening News for today, Wednesday, August 31st, 2022, and I am your presenter, Jade George. In the headlines, Treasurer and Team Manager of the Plant It Up Roso Project, Jacqueline Dupini, says, to build sustainable cities that are critical to our survival, construction and development practices must work in sync with nature. The Nevis Electricity Company, Nevlek, has removed the fuel surcharge for domestic consumers and capped it at 65 cents per kilowatt for commercial consumers effective September 2022. And Queen Elizabeth will break with tradition and appoint the UK's new Prime Minister at Balmoral instead of the Buckingham Palace for the first time in her reign. The news is brought to you compliments Digicel. The details coming up next. Station Q95DA.com Right on Q. More value for money? We hear you, Dominica. For as low as $5, you can now activate a one-day Digicel Prime bundle and get unlimited Digi2Digi calls. 25 anywhere minutes. 1.5 gigs data to use as you like. Endless social messaging on WhatsApp, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Plus 7 gigs data to use Digicel apps. Activate a Digicel Prime bundle today in my Digicel app or dial star 140 and a punky. Digicel better together. In order to build sustainable cities that are critical to our survival in the time of climate change, it is paramount that our construction and development practices work conjointly with nature. Treasurer and team manager of the Plant It Up Roso project, Jacqueline Dupini, and her team are currently embarking on a green city initiative dubbed Plant It Up, which encourages us to change our ways of city and community development by incorporating more trees and green spaces in our society. Rather than cutting down our trees, which it has a negative impact on our climate and overall livelihood, the Plant It Up initiative seeks to implement practical and positive methods of city planning that could benefit us and our environment for 100 years to come. You know, in order to build sustainable cities that are critical to our survival in a time of climate change, it is very important that we design, we create, and we operate cities, our city, for such an event. The world over, they are recognizing that. In, in fact, in some cities, skyscrapers must have their rooftops, either um, green energy or green rooftops, so that mitigates um, flooding within the city. Even, even um, in Mexico, there has been an initiative to do vertical gardens on the, on the walls of the building so this has a cooling effect as well as cleaning the air from carbon monoxide which cars emit. We should be putting up buildings that incorporate landscape into them and all of these are challenges for our architects and designers. Why don't we look at when we design a building that landscaping is incorporated into it so right away it's not only aesthetic but it, it, it cools down that building and it cleans the air and it brings life to the city. Treasurer and team manager of the Plant It Up Roso project, Jacqueline Dupini. 
In keeping with their mandate of giving back to the community, the Dominica Cooperative Societies League Limited awarded 20 scholarships to deserving students who will begin their academic journey to the secondary level at, in September 2022. Speaking at the scholarship presentation at the Privo Cinema this morning, Mrs. Lorena Telemark, president of the Dominica Cooperative Societies League Limited, stated that she is thrilled to be a part of this initiative, which will allow students' educational dreams to come true. She went on to say that the League believes education is one of the most important avenues for social mobility. On behalf of the Dominica Cooperative Societies as the league president, I am proud and honored to participate in this scholarship award ceremony that helps our young people in Dominica to make their educational dreams come true. At the league, we are convinced that education is one of the main avenues of social mobility. In the circumstances, we insist that our social responsibility programs focus, focus on access to education, not only to our employees and their families, but for the community in our area of influence and especially young people from low-income households. At the League, we share the belief that young people are the present and future of a nation and their level of education is a basic factor for a country's development and growth. We are thrilled to continue our contributions to the academic and upward progress of families in Dominica through the League Scholarship, that is, the Job Robinson Scholarship for Merit, and this is the Alicia Scholarship for me. Mrs. Telemank went on to add that in the world, the core relationship between education and a country's development is well documented and that the level of education attained determines the contribution made to the area of growth around the person's environment. The Caribbean is one of the most tourism-dependent regions in the world. Dominica, like many other Caribbean islands, is dependent on tourism to drive this year, we will provide 20 bursaries to deserving students. In the world, the correlation between contributions of education to development of countries is abundantly documented. The level of education achieved determines not only a person's responsibility in relation to finding it, but it contributes to the advancement of the area of growth around you or her. All of this shows us that we are on the right path. By focusing a large portion of our efforts on educating people in our region, in our island, specifically Dominica, and by funding education as an avenue for development, we are making one of the greatest investments. From the beginning, through these educational investments, we bring financial support to more than 20 students annually, and that has been since 2017 when we raised our bursaries from five to 20. Today, the league once again reaffirms its commitment to the to nation building. Mrs. Lorena Telemark, president of the Dominica Cooperative Societies League Limited. Kimberly King, destination manager at Discover Dominica Authority, stated that the Caribbean is one of the most reliant on tourism in the world, and Dominica is no exception, as tourism is required to drive foreign exchange and contribute to the national economy. King went on to say that tourism is one of the most productive sectors and the engine of growth for the country's development. She was speaking at a press conference held this morning at Discover Dominica Authority. 
The Caribbean is one of the most tourism-dependent regions in the world. Dominica, like many other Caribbean islands, is dependent on tourism to drive foreign exchange and contribute to the national economy. Tourism in Dominica is one of the productive sectors and the engine of growth to propel our development and, most important, a livelihood for our stakeholders and residents. Festivals and events is an important niche and strategy pillar for Dominica's tourism development. It helps to ensure the continuity of key traditions while protecting the destination's culture and, importantly, ensuring the socio-economic development of the destination. In the last three years of hosting the World Creole Music Festival 2019, 2018, and 2016, this event has contributed an average 65% of total arrivals in the month of October. The key markets that frequent the event originate from the French West Indies, Commonwealth Caribbean, and the United States. Additionally, statistics have also shown that on average for the years 2019, 2018, and 2016, 61% of attendees arrived via ferry and 39% arrived via air. King added that they are excited to host the 22nd edition of the World Creole Music Festival after a two-year hiatus. She then went on to list the artists who will be performing over the course of the three nights of pulsating rhythms. This year, we are thrilled to be hosting the 22nd edition of the World Creole Music Festival after a two-year hiatus and we are inviting our festival loyalists to reunite on the Windsor Sports Park Stadium and for the newbies, make the festival your meeting place. Above all, the expectation is that this year's festival will deliver on some of the biggest acts to ever hit the World Creole Music Festival stage, making it truly not only a regional event, but a global event right here on the Nature Island. The nightly lineup includes, on Friday, October the 28th, Chancia, Kess, First Serenade, Cadillac and Benjin, Sizzler, TK International, Carolyn XP. On night two, Burner Boy, Jocelyn Bewa, Dexter Daps, Omele, Issa Banton, Ecstasy, Colton T, Colton T, sorry, Original WCK. On the final night, Patrice Roberts, Midnight Groovers, Cherry Lakai, Impossible, Signal Ban, Christopher Martin, Admiralty, and Rio. That was Destination Manager at the Discover Dominica Authority, Kimball King. This year, the University of the West Indies will host 16 exceptional graduates on its graduation stage. The University Council has given its approval for the conferral of the 16 at the UB's 2022 graduation ceremonies in conformity with the five campuses' yearly custom. Dr. Cleopatra Henry, a Dominican-born barista, will receive an honorary degree from the University of the West Indies at the October 2022 graduation ceremony. The 2022 graduating class will be joined in person by the honorary graduates this year as most universities will switch back to in-person ceremonies. They have been acknowledged for their accomplishments in a variety of fields including sports, culture, law, business and science. The UWE Open Campus will continue to offer a virtual graduation ceremony nevertheless. The UWE's graduation ceremonies for the class of 2022 will take place from October 8th to November 5th. Credits to Emma News for this new source. 
Trudy Christian, co-host of Jolie's Health Vibes and an advocate for holistic health, stated during this morning's Jolie's Health program that while some of our attention may be on the festival season, we need to keep in mind that we are currently at the height of the hurricane season. She says that typically speaking, being from the Caribbean, we would be aware of how active this time of year is for the Atlantic Ocean because so many systems appear to occur that occur during this hour. Christian underlines the significance of just remaining alert, paying attention to weather forecasts, and making sure you are ready for any potential weather system. We know as Dominicans how much can change in so little time yes. with a system. So whereas we are very <laughs> hype and we're excited, the independent season is coming around, everybody is planning for the festivities, we still have to be aware of the hurricane season and be prepared. And I'm speaking to myself as well as to the listening public of health vibes put a little money aside for preparing for storms you know what i mean buy that bottled water and the canned or or, or the goods that won't perish easily that you have a little supply of food your as somebody mentioned on a on a post that i saw your babalen your your candles <laughs> your you know your lamps make sure you have you know if you have a solar um charger for your phone or something that you have that charged up you want to take those steps make sure that you are trimming any overhanging branches around your property anything that could become a missile during a storm just follow the general guidelines that are always given for storm preparation and don't neglect to do those things because you're so busy planning for something else you know so so when you you buy the wcmf tickets if you haven't done so already you know put a little put a little aside for preparing for those storms that was Trudy Christian, co-host of Jolie's Health Vibes and Holistic Health Advocate. Meanwhile, senior pharmacist at Jolie's Pharmacy and co-host of the Jolie's Health Vibes, Mrs. Jacinta Fagan Defoe, observes that parents are getting ready as school is about to resume for this year's September intake, whether it be through purchasing books or uniforms. She says some people may even go a step further as to purchase supplements at the pharmacies. Mrs. Fagan Defoe, however, notes that they should not leave it up to the supplements only for brain development as there is so much more involved in the child's overall development. We do have a wide range um, available at Jolly's Pharmacy, some specific to brain health. I mean, I know everyone will be, okay, what, we want our children to be as focused, mm -hmm. to be able <laughs> to concentrate. They want their, their children to be the brightest of the brightest, um, but it, it should not be concentrated uh, solely on supplements. Um, I believe that adequate brain um, stimulation is important. And when I say adequate brain stimulation, I mean parents' involvement, the children mm -hmm. on their own, um, if they are old enough to be able to um, practice on their own and not only relying on the prompting from their parents or from the school. And also um, having technology at the, the tips of their finger, using that as well to partake in activities that, you know, give them that extra 
muscular stimulation, brain stimulation. Their diet mm -hmm. is also important. Um, partaking in other curricular activities because yes, you want to ensure that they do very well academically, but not every child is academically inclined. Mm -hmm. And so the extracurricular activities do play a part in um, children being well-rounded. Mrs. Fagan-Defo also recognizes and applauds educational institutions and other organizations who have put policies in place to reverse, preserve children's health, which is essential for the defense and prevention of issues like obesity. And it's very important because I know certain um, institutions have put in certain rules. Mm -hmm. So, for example, trying to stay, stay away from soda drinks mm -hmm. and more natural fruit juices. And I guess they're trying to reduce on... on um, type of sugar sugar yes you know and the amount of sugar that the children um, consume and that just means they are um, more aware of the complications and the possibility of of um, childhood obesity and the increased numbers of children you know acquiring diabetes and the number of them who are also on the verge of being obese as well and suffering from other complications so um, kudos to the different schools who have implemented certain um, regulations to safeguard the health of their children as well. Senior pharmacist at Jolly's Pharmacy and co-host of Jolly's Help Vibes, Mrs. Jacinta Fagan-Defoe. We need to remove the fear from our minds and decide to stand unified, and only then will the call for real electoral reform be made a reality. Social activist and entrepreneur Paula Celestine encourages persons to educate themselves on the truths of our society. Hidden behind the inactions of persons who hold high offices, such as the president, who, as history would have it, stood up for less than what he is now allegedly standing to protect through his silence and inaction. Because I'm saying that this man we have who sits there as a president, this man is no president at all. Because for those who are old enough to know what transpired back in his days, how we instigated problems in the country, and for much less of what is happening today. And this man is there, and people are scared to come out, and the police going to kill 15 or 17,000 persons in the country. And then this president and his guns, and those who we think that is around him and protecting him, they are the only ones that believe. You know, sometimes some people say we talk too much, but what this is the kind of education that a lot of persons need to be listening to. They need to hear this and they need to take this fright off their mind because it's only then when you all decide to take this fright off your mind and decide to come and stand because you cannot do it alone. We need your support. And this is why I will continue to say that we should never allow ourselves to go to our next election in Dominica without cleaning the voters' list and have electoral reform. Social activist and entrepreneur Paula Celestine. According to Severin McKenzie, vice chairman of the National Joint Action Movement, the Laugh Out Loud Committee competition has won praise for its effective execution. He was speaking on the NJAP program yesterday afternoon. The comedy competition, the Laugh Out Loud Dominica comedy competition, which was the first of its of its kind, was in, from all reviews reports that we've been getting, was a very successful active event. Um, at least we, we 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 
invited people to come and laugh their guts out. And I could tell you that I think that people laughed their guts out. You know, they really laughed. People had a good time on on Saturday. And it wasn't only those who were, who were in person at the parish hall, at the Goodwill Parish Hall, but also the persons who were viewing online seemed to have enjoyed themselves. And from all reports, the show was a resounding success. And, well, what can I say? It's just the beginning, really. Severin McKenzie, Vice Chairman of the National Joint Action Movement. Meanwhile, Paula Celestine, a social activist and entrepreneur, remarked that how could she have forgotten to name Emu News and Comsi TV, who let viewers in the diaspora enjoy shows on the web platforms. She echoed similar gratitude to the other media houses. But how could I have left out the persons who that actually um, had the opportunity to be there with us, like Comsi TV? Um, DNO, Emo, these persons, they were of very great significance because without them, persons who live overseas would not have been able to view us as well. So I want to say special thank you to every one of the other media houses. Paula Celestine, a social activist and entrepreneur. Still in local news, assistance to students and families in the need, in need of this new school term should be made available to all and not just to a select few. That's according to opposition leader Lennox Linton on the growing concerns of average parents and students as it relates to receiving much needed school supplies and other critical needed assistance. Many raise the argument that the process by which parents receive assistance has now become a matter of political interference preference and affiliation. Linton says when one considers the source of funding for these programs being monies belonging to all citizens, then naturally every citizen is entitled to equal assistance and not just a select few. The fact that the government is giving uh, or providing assistance uh, from the public purse for people, uh, for the children of, of Dominica entering secondary school, whether it be textbooks or school fees or uniform or transportation, the fact that the government is providing assistance for that. There's nothing wrong with it in principle, except that since it is the money of the public that we're using, it must be available for everybody. And we have gotten to the stage now where we have enough resources and we can afford to have proper arrangements for these assistance programs and packages to be handed out, not on a partisan basis, not by who you support or who you do, but to all of the people. Make it available to everybody. It's available to everybody. Right now it looks as though it's some Labour Party thing that is running for Labour rights, but it's not Labour Party money or Labour rights money. It is the money that belongs to all of the people of Dominica, and therefore all of the people of Dominica must benefit. So everybody must go to the locations and show up, and we must demand that proper arrangements are put in place to hand over or to deliver the assistance that the government is providing from the public purse for the people of Dominica for educational purposes. Leader of the opposition, Lennox Linton. In other news, the fuel price has been eliminated for residential consumers and set at 60 five cents per kilowatt for commercial consumers by the Nevis Electrical Utility, Nevlec. The news was delivered on Tuesday during Nevis Premier Mark Brantley's monthly press conference, where he highlighted that in September, these new regulations should become effective. 
The Premier issued a warning that if the world price per gallon remained constant, the cap would also remain. Nevlek has indicated to us that that will allow them to remove the fuel surcharge from our residential customers. And so that is what we propose to do. So the government, the cabinet, would have agonized over this for many weeks. And we would have realized that we tried at $1.25 million subsidy and that despite the, the fact that that provided some relief, there was still some anxiety in the community. And so we've gone back and we will be providing an additional $500,000. So a total now of $1.75 million per month to Nevelet. Now, of course, the plan can go awry if fuel prices were to escalate exponentially going forward. But based on what we're seeing, that prices might have stabilized and or prices might actually be a little lower for August. Still in other news, there are fresh concerns for Queen Elizabeth's health after it was announced she will appoint the UK's new Prime Minister from Balmoral instead of Buckingham Palace for the first time in her reign. The Queen will receive either Rishi Sunak or Liz Truss as Prime Minister at her Balmoral estate in Scotland for the first time in her long reign. Her Majesty would normally appoint Prime Ministers from Buckingham Palace or Windsor or Castle. It comes at a time when the 96-year-old monarch has suffered with mobility issues since last autumn. Bit of breaking news to bring you, and we've just heard from Buckingham Palace that the Queen will receive Prime Minister Boris Johnson on Tuesday, September the 6th at Balmoral. So that's breaking with tradition because it's usually at Buckingham Palace. And that meeting will be followed by an audience with the new Prime Minister following that Tory leadership contest. Good evening, Ange. Well, the potential for this situation was flagged last week by the British press, but confirmation from the palace just uh, in the past few hours that the Queen will not be coming to London next week to appoint the new British Prime Minister. Instead, the outgoing PM Boris Johnson and his replacement, either Rishi Sunak or Liz Truss, will be travelling to Balmoral in Scotland, where the so-called kissing of the hands will take place. It is where the Queen asks the new leader to officially form a government. Now, as you say, this is a big break in tradition. Uh, it is the first time since 1908 that this hasn't happened at Buckingham Palace. It has been happening there since the reign of Queen Victoria. Now, the palace officially is saying that this decision is based uh, on the fact that they want to provide certainty for the new Prime Minister's diary. They don't want there to be any last-minute changes should there be uh, a change in the Queen's condition, not that she is sick per se, but naturally, of course, given her age, 96 years of age, and those ongoing mobility issues that we keep hearing about, about. There are uh, renewed concerns about her, uh, her health. Added uh, to that are fresh reports that her eldest son and the heir to the British throne, Prince Charles, has been making what has been described as highly unusual daily visits to see his mother, even though, of course, they are mother and son. This is not something that usually happens, and we know that she has been using uh, that walking stick a lot throughout this year as well. But I guess the other thing that this shows is that at 96 years of age, she still has this tenacious determination to carry out her constitutional duty. She is still appointing this Prime Minister. It is just happening uh, in a different location and hopefully once she gets these official duties out of the way on Tuesday she can go back to having uh, a rest and a break at Balmoral where she has also been visited by other members of the family.
That was the Prime Evening News, but first, here's a recap of the headlines. Treasurer and team manager of the Planted Up Rosa project, Jacqueline Dupini, says, to build sustainable cities that are critical to our survival, construction and development practices must work in sync with nature. And the Navy's electricity company, Nevlek, has removed the fuel surcharge for domestic consumers and capped it at 65 cents per kilowatt for commercial consumers effective September 2022. Queen Elizabeth will break with tradition and appoint the UK's new Prime Minister at Balmoral instead of Buckingham Palace for the first time in her reign, sparking new concerns about the state of her health. The news was brought to you Compliments Digicel and I have been your presenter, Jade George. Q, top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional and global. Only on Q.